It's time for the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Shondell Grand. And right now, we've got a huge selection of brand new Mazdas with exciting spring incentives across our entire lineup. Plus, you can buy your new Mazda completely online with our exclusive no-brainer checkout. Don't miss the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. The San Jose Sharks Audio Network presents The Teal Report. Here's Dan Rusinowski. Tonight at SAP Center at San Jose, it's the Sharks and the Vancouver Canucks for the second time this year. Vancouver beat the Sharks at the tank on December the 16th. This game was supposed to be played just a few days later on December 21st, but was postponed until tonight. The Sharks know that they're coming off a very disappointing game against the Edmonton Oilers on Valentine's Day Monday. They have 19 games left against Pacific Division teams, eight of them at home. So obviously there's no time like the present. That was what was on Matt Nieto's mind as the veteran considered the prospects for tonight. Uh, these are huge games. They're basically four-point swings. And, um, yeah, we, got, we have a lot of them coming up. So, so these are crucial games, and we have to find ways to, to win these ones. Nieto is going to have some new line mates. He'd been playing with Nick Bonino and Andrew Cogliano, but tonight he'll be alongside center iceman Lane Peterson and left winger Jeff Viel. He's looking to bring experience and stability to that line, and he's looking forward to doing it. They're both hardworking guys, and um, I'm excited to play with them. Like uh, I think um, I'll be talking to them a lot, and um, you know, trying to help them out as much as I can out there and um, on the bench between shifts. So. Um, you know, it's, it's a new look, and I'm excited to play with those guys. Nieto says there are no excuses tonight after a disappointing effort on Monday. Yeah, nobody was happy with, um, with the way that game went. Um, you know, I, I think as a team we felt we had a lot more to give. Um, and, you know, coming off the break is no excuse. So, um, you know, tonight, um, you know, Vancouver's a good team. They've been playing well under uh, Boudreaux, so... Um, you know, we have to be ready when the puck drops and, um, you know, establish a, a good home game. And, um, you know, that's something that's going to be important uh, moving forward is, you know, being a hard team to play against in our own building and making it hard for other teams to come in here and, and get points. That's a common sentiment being expressed inside the Sharks locker room. Here's Jake Middleton. There's no excuse by any means. I do think the, the first two goals that they scored were kind of deflating in the way they happened. Uh, two ricochet goals. Um deflating but we did come out hard but again there, there's no excuse especially we've touched on I'm sure everyone's saying it at this point of the year there, there is no excuse especially where we're at so no excuse nothing just uh, just if anything deflating watching those first two bounce in. Head coach Bob Bugner addressed the disappointment inside the Sharks locker room after Monday's performance against the Oilers and he told us what the message to the team was heading into tonight. Well, the message was, you know, disappointment, obviously, and, uh, um, you know, getting all the excuses out of the way. There's no time for that. We talked about that. We're a team that if our big guys aren't going, we're in lots of trouble. And not only were our big guys not going, we had no, no depth going. So, um, you know, it's on, it's, it's, it's on us, and, and uh, um, you know, it's response time, basically, is, you know, we could sit and fix some of the things that we talked about that happened, and we did. We had a hard practice, but, you know, my message at the prize, we practice harder than we play, and, and you know, and it shouldn't be taken get uh, pissed off to, to, to um, have a better effort in practice than you do in a game. And, uh, um, you know, so we're going to try to throw that behind us. It's, it hurts. Um, you know, we, we did work on a lot of things that should help us offensively against Vancouver. 
One thing the Sharks can't do, according to their head coach, and that's try to do everything yourself. It has to be a team game. I think we have a bunch of guys guilty of that. I think, you know, um, you know, some of our big guys, I think that, uh, um, you know, when frustration sets in, I think we try and do a little too much ourselves. And I think, uh, um, you know, again, I think every coach would say the same. When you when things aren't going well or you've been off for a long layoff or anything like that, it's, it's like getting the more simple you're playing, um, you know, usually the better results. And uh, um, we complicated things for no reason. One thing that definitely can't happen is taking bad penalties at bad times. An example was on Monday when Timo Meyer took a double minor penalty. We addressed it right on the spot and, and in between periods um, called them out about, you know, that can't happen. I mean, you can't let your frustration get to you, and, and, and especially against that team, it's still only 2 nothing at that point. I think that uh, it all stems from turning pucks over and trying to do everything yourself. And, and uh, um, you know, we talked about that, and we talked about the McDavid goal, the third goal of the game was a, was a change, which is, uh, you know, I call those selfish plays. I think that uh, um, the other team's got the puck, they're transitioning against you, and you got two forwards take off and change, and then two guys jump on the ice, take the minus. I mean, that's just... Uh, um, we've stressed that all year. So, um, you know, that's part of the frustration that's set in. Like bad penalties, bad changes, and, and you, you know, you jump outside, of your, uh, jump outside of your box. The reason why we came up with this system, obviously, is we knew what kind of team we had. We had to stay in games. We had to play as tight as possible. Um, you know, and they've bought into that all year. I think we got away from it. Um, just goes to show you when we do, um, we're not a very good team. Ryan Merkley gets back into action tonight as Radim Shimek looks to be sitting out. Merkley talked about what he's learned by watching the game against Edmonton on Monday. Yeah, Edmonton's a good team. I haven't watched McDavid live since he was a minor midget. I mean, it's pretty cool to watch that, but I mean, they're a good team. They played well. They didn't turn over the puck much. They had lots of speed through the neutral zone, I thought, but I mean, it's good to watch the game. I mean, you're right there up in person, so you get to see it, see what the plays guys are making and what's open and what's available. Merkley added that it's been made pretty clear to him what he needs to focus on. Yeah, just keep playing solid in the D zone, not, not get scored on, try to keep the D zone chances to the minimal. Just keep breaking out pucks, be good with the puck, and just keep playing my game. And Merkley says that practicing with Eric Carlson and Brent Burns this season has provided him with an illuminating look at how to play defense in the NHL. I'd say Carl, his stick, his skating is incredible, obviously, his stick. Like, he doesn't have to make physical contact to get that stick on puck or get that puck back and close out that gap. It's all about taking their time and space away. You don't have to be too physical, just have a good stick, take your time and space. For tonight's game against the Canucks, Merkley says there's a comparison on the other side of the ice that he can look to. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, Quinn Hughes coming in, I get to watch him play and stuff. You know, he's a guy similar to my stature and size, so I get to watch him play and see how they do it. It's pretty good, I mean... Just get to watch and learn, see how they do it. I mean, we're getting to watch Carl, Burnsy, and those guys. It's pretty awesome. The Teal Report will continue from SAP Center right after this on the San Jose Sharks Audio Network. History. It isn't just a lesson of the past. It's evolving with champions who change the narrative. These moments we remember create stories we can never forget. The Los Angeles Kings select Quinton Byfield. History doesn't just live in the past. It's all around us, and Black History is building the future every day. For more information, visit NHL.com slash Black History. He scores! The San Jose Sharks Audio Network is on 24 hours a day. Whether you're in the office or on the go, make sure that you download the Sharks SAP Center app presented by Western Digital and hit listen anytime. You can also find us on your computer by going to sjsharks.com slash listen. If it's a game broadcast, breaking news, or a player feature, the place to find it is right here on the San Jose Sharks Audio Network. 
The Canucks are coming off an important 3-2 victory against Toronto at home on February 12th, in which goaltender Thatcher Demko, the San Diego native, was the clear-cut number one star of the game with 51 saves. Vancouver has won two of their last three games, and they're just ahead of the Sharks in the standings. With so much at stake for tonight, and the Sharks trying to establish more of a home ice advantage, veteran Matt Nieto says there's no excuse to not be prepared. We know you know, the position that we're in right now and how important these games are. And, you know, we got a lot of division games coming up. So, um, yeah, these are huge games for us. And everyone in the room is aware of that. And, uh, you know, it's on us to, to come back tonight and uh, be ready when the puck drops. Coach Bob Bugner says that putting Nieto on the line with Lane Peterson and Jeff Viel should provide more balance against a balanced four-line team in Vancouver. I think so, and a little more, uh, a little more flow, um, and that's what you need. I mean, even their fourth line. I know, um, you know, Lamco is an ex-player of mine in Florida and Mont. And they get, they, 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 they give them good minutes, and uh, we need the same thing from our bottom six. We have to be out there, and again, it's you know, playing against uh, their, their third and fourth lines. We can't spend that time on our end. Those are energy shifts. Those are, end, those are shifts that need to be, uh, you know, in their end. And we could be a lot more physical. I want to see physicality tonight. And when I say that, it's not about anything after the whistle. It's about you know, finishing. Your checks and, and um, you know taking away time and space and jumping a check in our, in our D zone. As for the Canucks, they get Quinn Hughes back. He's missed only three games out with the COVID virus and it was only three games because of the recent break in the NHL schedule. Hughes says he's excited to be back in action tonight. Yeah, I mean, obviously unfortunate. Um, I'm just glad, you know, I felt good. I didn't have any symptoms and uh, you know, excited to be back and put this behind me and um, you know, I was one of the last guys to Get it, so you know I was going to get it at some point. But um, yeah, it's nice, nice to be back. Scott Hannon joins me for the call of the game between the Sharks and the Canucks. So make sure you're tuned in to the Sharks Plus SAP Center app presented by Western Digital. We're on the air at seven o'clock with our Sharks warm-up show. I'm Dan Rusinowski. Thanks for joining us on today's edition of the Teal Report. For the complete Teal Report and more great Sharks content, go to sjsharks.com slash listen.